You're listening to a Walking in Purpose podcast. Hi, my name is Joan Veliz, and I want to welcome you to the Walking in Purpose podcast. I want you to know you have a purpose and a destiny to fulfill, and God has provided you with all the resources necessary for your journey. No matter who you are or where you are, it's time to walk in purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Walking in Purpose podcast. I'm so excited about this week's episode. It's very different from what we normally do. What I've done is I've taken one of our recent services at Remnant Youth and King Jesus Ministry, where my wife and I, we tag team and we share to the youth on the topic of finding the right one. We talked about our experience, our journey, all the way from meeting each other to marriage. It's not always pretty. We had some issues along the way and we're very open about it. We want you to hear. We want you to learn so that you don't make our mistakes. We want you to be blessed in your relationships and make the right decision when it comes down to finding the right person. So I know this week is going to bless you. It's a two-part series. Next week, we're going to be putting out the second part. Don't miss it. We're going to jump right into it. It's finding the right one, part one. Before we go anywhere, there's a couple of things I want to mention to you, and I'm going to be very brief because I want to give my wife time to do what God has put in her to do. And the first thing I want you guys to know is that we are not up here because we are perfect. We are not up here because we did everything right. We are not up here because we are so good. But we are up here because God is good. Amen. And we are up here because God is perfect. And God is faithful. And he that started the work in you, the Bible says, is faithful to finish it. Amen. So that being said, we're going to do two things. We're going to share a little bit of our testimony, how we got to where we are today. I'm going to share my part. I'm actually going to open up and share some things with you here that I've never told anybody. (laughs) Got real. Okay. So I'm going to tell you some things today that I've never even told her. All right. No, I'm excited. I'm 100% sure. And, uh, and she's going to share her testimony. We want you to see a balance tonight. Amen. So the first thing I want you to know is that when I got saved at the age of 21, I had a plan. I was a man with a plan. And the only problem with my plan is that God also had a plan. And my plan was not the same as God's plan. In the same way that many of you here, I'm sure, have a plan. And when I was 21, if you would have told me that I was going to get married when I was 32, I would have probably told you something I needed to repent for later. Because at 21, you think that 32 is ancient, like retirement age. I wanted to get married by the time I was 25, the latest. But that was my plan. And I thought I was ready for many things. So 25 came and went. And guess what didn't happen? I didn't get married. 26 came and went. 27. 
28. At around 29, I started to get worried. (laughs) And I reached a point in my life where I thought, you know what? This whole marriage thing just, it must not be for me. I've said that before. And there was a time in my life when I said, I'm not going to get married. I'm just going to stay single. I'll do the Paul thing. (laughs) Right? And then God rebuked me. And he showed me that he had a plan and it included a wife. But the first thing I had to realize is that my wife was part of his plan, not mine. And so I was going to have to either align myself to his plan or stay single, which I had done for a while now and didn't want to do it anymore. So along came Sonia. And I thought I was ready for a relationship. I had been serving for 12 years, 10 plus years. I knew commitment. Me? I was committed. I knew what it was like to commit. Yeah. In some areas. I didn't know what it was like to commit to another person. I didn't know what it was like to commit in a real relationship. And so Sonia came along. All the things were right. I spoke to dad. He loved her. Everybody told me how great she was. And we started talking. I'm going to speak your language tonight. Is that all right? All right. We started talking. And about six months to eight months into it, I started to get scared. And I said, man, this is getting pretty serious. And I started to think, what if somebody else comes along? Come on. I'm going to walk away from her for this part. Come back. Y'all remember when Apostle prophesied before we got married? And he said, you're not what she wanted and he's not what you wanted? He was right on. So I started to think, man, what if somebody else comes along? I mean, after all, I am John. And that's the problem that some of you all here have. You think you are someone. Come on. I thought I was someone. I'm like, I'm John. You know? I'm the hottest bachelor in the church. I had much more hair back then. And I thought I was someone. Some of you need to come down from your high horse if you want to get married. Come on. Some of you ladies need to come down from your high horse if you want to get married. All right, realize you don't look like Mariah Carey Eden. All right? Mm-hmm. All right, so then, so then I got scared, and you know what happened? Uh, I decided to just, I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe this is not for us. Uh, maybe you're, you're not the right person. Uh, and I broke off our, our relationship, and I ran like Jonah. I ran for a whole year. I ran eight to ten months. I ran. 
And, you know, in the middle of that, I had a dream. And God spoke to me. I'm going to tell you the dream. I've never told you the dream, babe. I wanted someone else because I thought I was someone. And in my foolishness, because that's what it is, okay, I thought, man, I'll just, you know, someone better will come along. And God spoke to me. And I had this dream. In my dream, I was getting married. And I was on an altar. And the bride before me physically looked exactly like what I wanted. But she didn't have a face. And on the front row of the church, Sonia was sitting down. And in my dream, I looked and I saw Sonia. And at that moment, everything stopped. And I had, how can I explain this? God, you know in the movies when the heart is magnified like this? That came up. And in there, I saw a movie in her heart. And in that movie, I saw that she was very happy that I was getting married. And that she genuinely wanted the best for me. When I saw that in my dream, and I looked and I saw that there was somebody else in front of me, I got nervous. And I started to tremble. And I said, I I can't do this. I can't do this. And I looked at her, and she was sitting there. And she was crying, and she genuinely wanted me to be happy, even if it wasn't with her. And I got real nervous. And I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I ran out of the church. And then I woke up. And when I woke up, the first thing I did was I said, God, I'm sorry. I have been a fool. Because I didn't recognize the treasure that you've placed in front of me. So then I had to get her back. And guess what happened? Here's the humbling process of the story. Okay? So then I had to get her back because I realized, you know, this is it for me. Nobody else measured up. When you look at somebody through the eyes of God, all of a sudden you begin to see who they really are. And there's no other way to compare it. So then I I tried to get her back. It took me a year, guys. Her father didn't like me. Dad was upset at me for like two months. My mom got upset at me. And she wasn't budging. And I told the Lord one day, I said, you know what? I'm willing to commit. If you give me the grace to fix this, and if you let me go in this direction, which I know is your will, I give you my word, I'll commit to her. And the minute I said I'll commit to her, I felt that an angel came in the room and took my words. (laughs) I've never had that experience before. And that was the moment of my breakthrough. Because after that happened, little by little, Sonia began to give in. It took a whole lot of money okay a whole lot of time I begged everybody I knew 
at the end of the process, I wasn't Joan anymore. Okay? I was now Joan. <laughs> and everything just began to fall in place. Right after that, we decided to get married. And I saw the provision of God every step of the way. Our wedding got paid. Our rings got paid. Her dress got paid. My entire outfit got paid. Our honeymoon got paid. The limo to the hotel got paid. Our furniture got paid. And now we're here before you. That's my part. I want you to hear her part now. Oh, yours. You don't have to walk away. Oh, thank you. Okay, so how's everybody doing tonight? Are you ready for my part? Because usually women are a little more animated, so I'm going to try to get you into the story quicker, okay? So what he said is true. Um, you know, he, he decided to run away, so I'm going to pick up from there. And <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> but that's when my part started, you know? Because at the end of the day, I think the Lord needed to work something on me as well. Because you see, women, things don't just happen to us. A man doesn't just don't love us. I needed to find who I really was in God. You know, and the Bible says that she is clothed in strength and dignity. And that's why it took him a year. Because when I realized that I was clothed in strength and dignity, he was not going to come and step on my dignity anymore. <laughs> I love you, babe. Praise the Can I get an Amen. See a lot of women, but this is what happened. In the process, I, I, just like him, I've served many years the prophet of the Lord of this house, Prophet Anna. And uh, that's right, once an escudera, always an escudera. My escudera's in the room. So, you know, she was, she was always kind of like following up with what was going on. And I remember that one day she told me, she's like... She sat me on, on a room, you know, we were having breakfast with the rest of the girls, with the rest of the ministry. And she asked me, and she's like, um, mind you, we have already, like, stopped talking. And she kind of, like, joking around, said, so, Sonia, has the Lord told you who your husband is? And I was like, no, because I was hard. I was hurt. I didn't want to talk about the subject. And I kind of knew where it was coming. So I said, no, no, ma'am, I don't know. Oh, because he showed me. And you see, in a room full of girls, that's an issue. Because <laughs> everybody wanted to know. I wanted to know at that point, and I'm like, oh, really? And she said, yes, but the Lord told me not to tell you. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then she said to me, Sonia, you know, there's, there's a part in the Bible where a bride is talking, you know, it's in Sons of Solomon. You can look it up later on. I'm not going to ask anybody to put it up because it's part of the testimony. And she said, and in that part, she said, I'm a wall. So Sonia, remember, you are a wall. If you're a wall, who can come against your husband? Who can come against your children? Who can come against the things that God gives to you? And that day, in the middle of my brokenness, I realized, I said, Jesus I'm going to have to go and pray. <laughs> I don't want to do this. 
but I took the word. I took what she said to me, and it was pressure. As a matter of fact, it's one of my hashtags. If you look at my Instagram, that's what it's called, you know, Mujer Muralla in Spanish, because she told me that. And I just didn't say, oh, yeah, mom, whatever, you know, okay, thank you very much. You didn't tell me who my husband is. I took what it was from God, because she was speaking to me from God. She wasn't speaking from a place of, like, I know you, and I know what you went through. The moment that she released that, I took it. And God needed to start working on me, because that was his plan. God's plan, not my plan and not his plan. So I come along and I said, okay, Lord, it's okay. I start doing it. I start praying. And um, a lot of people talked to me. I was under Pastor Josue and Damari. And one day they came to me. We were in Israel. And he said to me, Sonia, come on. You know, you, you got to hear him out. You know, what is the problem? You know, sometimes we do this. You know, we do that. Men think this way. And, and kind of like people started coming to me, people in authority, people that I was accountable for. And they started talking to me. Dad talked to me. But I didn't want to give in. Like he said, he, he had to pursue me because the love of God pursues. So one day I was praying in my room, praying for the word that was given to me. And the Lord also reminded me of a dream that I had before I got saved and before I got to King Jesus. And the Lord told me, you forgot the dream I gave you. I showed you your husband. And then I started remembering. And my dream gave me a glimpse, gave me clues into who my husband was going to be in character, in the things that he was going to do. I didn't see his face, just like in his dream. But I saw what he was meant to be, not what he was now. So when the Lord reminded me of that, I said, oh, my God. And I started praying. But I still rejected him. I still didn't want to talk to him. If I was coming into the church and I saw that he was in that hallway, I sure walked the other way. You know? And, and he would call me at work. And he would send my brother. My brother is a witness. He's playing guitar tonight. And I was, no, 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 no. Until one day I went into the presence of the Lord. And I heard a loud voice that said to me, Sonia, help me. And I got scared. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> Am I in heaven? And it was the voice of God. And he said, help me. Can you help me with my son? Yes or no? And that broke my heart. It broke me in tears. Because I could say no to him. I could say no to Pastor Josue. I could say no to Pastor. I could say no to Mom. I could say to everybody, no. But I couldn't say no to the Lord. And it impacted me so much because the word that he used was, help me. He didn't say, he's going to love you. He didn't say, he's going to buy you a house. You're going to buy me a house, right? <laughs> he's gonna, he didn't say, he's going to help you and push you into your calling on purpose. He didn't say that. He told me, help me. And it took me a little bit, you know, to stop crying. I said, you know what, Lord? I'll do it. Sure enough, next day he called me. Hey! Do you, do you want to go? Do you want to go to the movies? And I'm sure he was ready for my no because he started saying a bunch of things without letting me talk. Yeah, you know, we can go. You can invite your brother if you want. You can call your disciples. You know, I have a, you know, I can talk to somebody else. You know, I have tickets already. I already bought the tickets. Fellas, when you know who's the one, you just got to be willing to humble yourself. You got to make up in your mind, it don't matter what she does, you're going to win at the end of the day. 
So I kind of like a child that is told to go to school and doesn't want to, said yes. And all of a sudden he's stopping. He's like, what do you mean? What, what, is that a yes? Do I pick you up? And I was like, yes. I was ready for a fight. She just didn't put one up that day. So that's kind of my story of how everything happened. And little by little, I remember that he said something to me very powerful. After we started talking and we decided that we were going to commit to each other in this relationship. He said, Sonia, I know I hurt you. But I know with the grace of God, I can help you heal. We can take that away with the love of God. And that impacted me because beyond him being committed to just me, he understood and he was willing to go with me through the process. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that was a blessing to you. That was part one of our two-part series on finding the right one. Join us on Friday nights for our youth services of Remnant Youth at King Jesus Ministry. Our service starts at 8 p.m. and we have it every Friday night. We love to see you. You can also catch us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Remnant Youth, R-M-N-T-Y-T-H. You can find the services there as well as a bunch of special content that we create just for the channel, which I know is going to be a blessing to you. Thank you once again. God bless you. I love you. I'd like to take a minute to speak to anyone who's listening, but you've never given your life to Jesus. And if you would like to ask him to come into your heart today, repeat this prayer with us. Heavenly Father, I recognize that I am a sinner and my sin separates me from you. I repent of all my sins and confess Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I believe with all my heart that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and come into my life. The day I die, when I open my eyes, I will be in your arms. Amen. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, we want you to help us spread the word. Subscribe and tell others to do so as well, so that you don't miss any future episodes. We bless you and we'll see you next week in the next episode of Walking in Purpose.